0: This, 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 this this is mythical. mythical.
2: Hey, everybody, this is Charles Neal from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with my son, Link, from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, son?
0: Hey, Dad, I'm doing good. It's always good to reconnect with you. So what's what's new down there in uh, Myrtle Beach? Well, it's been... Any it, snow? Got, ain't had no snow yet, but it, it's
2: got cold down here. I had to... Cover my string beans up in the backyard. So I'm still trying to grow some. So the frost wouldn't kill them so we could pick some more. So Cause if it oh. last, got down to like 32 and 33 at night.
0: And if it's 32 at the beach, it's cold. Yeah, I would say that's pretty much freezing. Yeah. From a technical perspective. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, I got a
2: little something to talk to you about. I said, w- we're not going to do no holler out stories today. We- we- you kind of in trouble. Really?
0: Is this a joke or?
2: I got an email with the subject line, you should set your son straight. Oh. It said, could you please correct your son about South Carolina? Okay. In a recent episode of GM Moore, he said there are no cities in
0: South Carolina, no local governments, and no mayors. Nope. It's a fun fact. It's typically kind kind of fact that uh, Rhett would present. I don't know. I don't know how it came out of my lips, but because it, it seems like something he would have said. But it is true, and uh, I did say it. Um, yeah, there's no like local municipalities. Like everybody just kind of fends for themselves. There's like it's medieval down there where you are. No, it ain't. Right? No. There's no mayors. There's no. We hey, North Myrtle
2: Beach has got a mayor. We got city councilmen. We just went not long
0: ago, voted. But for- it's like cosplay though, right? For what? It's cosplay. No. It's like, it's they're just, they're pretending to do government down there. No, we don't, it's like no. We, South Carolinians can't be governed. Yeah, yeah, hey, we get
2: governed down here. Sometimes I don't like how they govern me, but you know, oh, they do uh, govern down here and you better sure remember and believe that, uh, they make laws down here just like they do in no California where you live. Where so, so now we're getting into it? One of our Myrtle Beasts sent this in and wanted to make sure that you knew that we do mm-hmm. have
0: no. government
2: Mm-mm. down here.
0: You're gonna have to prove it. Do you personally know anyone in government in the state of South Carolina? Have you ever met anyone who their full-time job is working in government? I have met the mayor before, yes. Mayor of what? North Myrtle Beach. Mm, uh, of the Shag Club? No. North Myrtle Beach what? The city of North Myrtle Beach. Okay, what's this person's name? It just slipped away from me. I, I, it'll come Oh, to- how convenient, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> how convenient. I met a person who doesn't have a name. <laughs> what, what does this mayor look like?
2: Uh she's a nice-looking uh blonde-headed woman.
0: Okay. Well that's very superficial, dad. A nice-looking blonde woman. What
2: it, what she does a that's good job for her
0: beach. You don't describe politicians that way. You don't. A nice-looking blonde.
2: <laughs> Why not? I mean she's a southern girl that lives down here. So I mean
0: Okay. So it's a blonde woman who's who's very well put together. That's what I hear you saying. She does a good job of what she does and the city councilman. Yeah, but does she get paid to do it though? I yes. mean, is it a volunteer type thing?
2: No, she gets paid.
0: Okay, all right. I'm backing out, but yes, I stand by the fact that I have said on record many times that I've referred to South Carolina as the underbelly of North Carolina. Like I've always looked down on it and um, my mind is, is ready to be changed. Uh, I can't say that anything that you've produced so far in <laughs> gonna Dispatches do it of Myrtle Beach has changed my mind. Well, not yet. I'll
2: work on it some more and then I'll see if I can't get some more credibility
0: for You converted. Uh, you converted, man. You were, you were total North Carolina, born and raised. That's right. So have have you defected to the underbelly? Are you allegiant to the South Carolina?
2: Yes, I, I'm a
0: I I am a South Carolina resident. the The roads don't have the roads don't have lines. The roads don't have lines. The roads don't have like, you know how on the edge there's like a white line, and in the middle there's like yellow lines. You don't have that in South Carolina. Yes, they do. They're just they're all like golf cart paths. <laughs> oh my God, man! Wait, well, hey, we got lines on the road. All the houses are
2: made of shiplap. No, it's not. I don't know of a house down here that's made out of ship lap on the inside. Well. I know one in North Carolina that has a lot of ship lap in
0: it. One. But I'm not calling, yeah. I'll back down again. I'm just, I'm setting you up to be the champion of South Carolina. I'm like the, I'm what they call the heel dad, you know, in wrestling. Like a, a Tar Heel. I'm the, yeah, yeah. I'm a Tar Heel. I'm the guy you, this is the only way I'll be a Tar Heel is to be the one known, the one hated for his views on South Carolina, like looking down on South Carolina. It is below. It is below. We can leave it at that, you know? It's just a little foil. You know, it's just a little foil for for entertainment. All right. But I mean every word of it.
2: It's time for our first edition of Blink. Is this TMI? I got something I wanted to talk to you about and tell you about. Uh, I went to the doctor a couple of, well, I went for a physical about three months ago, and uh, okay. I had uh, come back, and my test, where you get your blood drawn, get all your tests done and all that thing, and yeah. my uh, prostate level was kind of high. Okay. So they wanted me to go see a prostate doctor, and I'd already seen one here He when I had that kidney stone, so I made an appointment to go see him, and I didn't see Dr. Ganji, I saw the... PA that day, and and we liked him. Nelson's his name, and he come in, and he said, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to set you up a time to come in, and we're going to do a test on you where they have to run a tube up your butt and and go up to your prostate, and he says, and we're going to take 12 specimens off of your prostate. They go up your butt? I guess, okay. Yeah, and so he said, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, he said, when you have this done, every time they take one of them samples out, it's like getting kicked by a mule. What? And I thought to myself, all right, I got to come and have this done. I said, why in the world would you tell somebody two or three weeks before you're going to have it that every, when you got to worry about this and you're going to go have it done, whether or not you... Got something wrong with you, or not that every time, and they're gonna take 12 specimens out of it. And every time they do it, it's like
0: you're gonna get kicked by a mule. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you might have cancer. Uh, and the only way we get to find out is you're gonna get kicked by a mule 12 I'm times. You, it's a, basically the scenario. <laughs> so, uh, well, hold on. Okay, so when are you going in for this? I've already been in and got, oh, you didn't, so you haven't, you've, you haven't told me about no. this. So, not anything about it. We ju- I just found out well, last well, Wednesday. Do you know the result? Can you just tell me the results first so that if this is supposed to be a fun story, I can't figure that out because I'm trying to sit here and decide if you have cancer.
2: Well, the results were when I went in to see Dr. Ganji and he pulled the sheet out and where they took all those 12 samples
0: out, every one of them was negative. I didn't have no cancer. Okay, great. Everyth- everything was good. Okay, so you have me concerned a little bit. But now I okay. I can I can move on from the concern. And also you've you've told me that they did take the twelve samples. So now is this is this a fun fairy tale of you getting kicked by a mule twelve times? Because well, 'cause I'm ready for this.
2: When they came in and uh I told Dr. Ganja, I said, I've heard this hurts so right smart. He said, No, nah, we got a new procedure now. We're gonna run up we're gonna take a needle and go up there and deaden you, you know like Novocaine or something, and where it won't hurt as bad, and I mean. So you walked in looking for the mule? I walked in looking for the mule and and didn't get much of a mule, which was a good thing. Yeah,
0: what if you walked in there and there literally was a mule in there? Mm. Like just backed up, a mule have, ass. I might would have
2: just backed on out the door and went to another doctor somewhere. <laughs> so, so keep going, what was it like? He would tell me after they, Gave me the stuff the dead and the prostate and stuff. He'd say, "All right, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna get another sample." And every time he okay, hold on. So, hold on. What position are you in here? Are you are you standing? Are you bent over like you're gonna get a paddling? No, I'm
2: laying on the bed. I'm laying down on my side. Are you in child's pose?
0: Mm, With your knees
2: underneath you? Yeah, with well, one knees pulled up, the other one pulled up on the. On top of it on the other side. On my, I was on my side.
0: You were in the fetal position. Yeah. Okay.
2: And I couldn't, hey, they didn't have nothing where I could see what was going on or nothing.
0: He didn't have a rear view mirror?
2: No. So I, was there a cheek spreader? No, I, well, if they did, they did it themselves. I mean. With their hands? Every time he'd get ready to take a sample, he'd say, all right, Charles, I'm taking a sample. And you'd hear something say, snap. A click something, it clicked. Oh. And I thought, that ain't too bad. It didn't hurt too bad. It won't you know, it was I've had a lot of things hurt a lot worse. And then so this went on for twelve times. He said, All right, I'm gonna take another sample, click. All right, and he he'd wait a minute and he said, I'm gonna take another sample, click and he did this twelve times.
0: Oh, dad. And I thought, Well I'll be glad when this is over with now when the they don't have to go that deep for the prostate because no. you can reach the prostate with your with your finger. Yeah. And that's that can be a good thing. He
2: did the exam on me with his finger when he was checking. He said, I really don't think there's nothing wrong with you. He said, because y- your prostate and all that stuff is smooth. He said, it's smooth. I said, okay, I, I reckon that's a okay. good thing.
0: Did he ask for your number? <laughs> The, no, he didn't ask for my Did number. you want his?
2: No, I didn't want his either.
0: It's like, oh, I mean, hey, the only way to tell if it's smooth is by rubbing it. And I've been told that if you rub the prostate, that it, 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 that it could it could lead to some some good things. <laughs> I don't know, but hey, this Nelson
2: guy's pretty, pretty neat guy because when I went back in, he remembered that I was doing a dispatches for Myrtle Beach and he said, Tell me again the name of your show. I want to listen to
0: it. And I I told it to him. Let's give him a holler. out. holler out to you, Nelson. You put your finger in my dad's butt and you rubbed his prostate and found it to be very smooth.
2: (laughs) Very smooth. That's right.
0: (laughs) Nelson, pretty neat guy from what I've heard. But the story doesn't end there, does it?
2: No, but I don't know if I can talk about the rest of it because I've been told I can't talk about the rest
0: of it. That means it's the best part of the story, yeah, you know we can always cut it out later. You know, I can help you decide if it needs to stay in the episode by hearing it.
2: Well, the only other thing that Dr. Gange told me said he said that when you go home, you have to ejaculate two or three times because you're gonna have blood in your semen and coming out of your for where your prostate set, really, the first time. It bleeds pretty good, it pours out pretty good, but it don't hurt. So, I mean, you just have to keep doing that till you get rid of all, get all that blood out of you.
0: So it just feels like a, a, a it feels like a normal- Ejaculation. Jizz? Yeah. But it's blood? Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and you gotta do it three times?
2: At least, yeah, three or four to, to
0: get it to it's clear again. So what, uh, clear? Yeah. Yeah, pretty clear. Yeah. Okay, so if you take into account like the refractory period, I mean, you might be talking, you might be talking like a an eight to twenty four hour period before you've 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 cleaned it out. Took about two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, you you're spacing them out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a right time for everything. That's right. Man, I'm. You know what? I'm glad you told that part because I think that that hey, that's part of it. People get you know you people get your, you, get your prostate zinged, and then you gotta you gotta know you gotta know how to deal with the aftermath. These are the these are the type of things that fathers and sons need to be talking more about, Dad. I'm glad you shared this with me because now I know when I go when I go in for if I have to go in for some sort of prostate thing, I'm gonna remember this and I'm gonna feel better about it. Somebody's gonna tell me about the mule and I would be like, bullshit. (laughs) That's right. Did they put you in like a twilight? For for a colonoscopy, I had a colonoscopy and they put me in a twilight, but they didn't do that for this because I guess it's a lot shallower or something.
2: I didn't want to get put to sleep. I've been put to sleep enough. So of course I'll have to, I think I got to go back just once a year.
0: Pretty neat Nelson's gonna, gonna give it another whoop. Check your oil again. Check my oil again, yeah, yeah. You know, I think you could just go to Jiffy Lube, you know. They should, they should add that. That, dad, that's, come on now, think about this. This is a pretty good idea. Jiffy Lube, you get your oil changed, what are you doing? You're just sitting there waiting for them. I know it's quick, I know it happens in a Jiffy. I, you know, I believe the marketing, but you're just sitting there. Why can't they have a proctologist give everybody a a rectal exam? At the same time, check your oil and check your oil. You know what I'm saying?
2: (laughs) Get a double oil Two for
0: one. Yeah. Two for one. (laughs)
2: We're going to have a doctor's office and a jiffy lube together.
0: You said it yourself. Nelson's not a doctor. He's just a PA. Well, some PAs is just as good as doctors. (laughs) Yeah, but I think they'd be willing to work out of a jiffy lube if the the price was right. Oh, it did, wasn't it? They might be. Hey, I'll ask Nelson that if he wants to start a business and start
2: working at a jiffy lube doing a... Prostate
0: yep. thing. I'll invest in that. Oil checkers.
2: Oh yeah, I don't want nothing to do with it. I, I you know,
0: I. I, I well, fine. It's your loss, Dad.
2: I don't. Well, no, I'm just saying I don't want to do with anything checking nobody. I, I, I I'm not going to be the ones uh, back there watching what's going on. You,
0: you, you can you can do the the automotive part.
2: Yeah, I am do that, and you can do the tail part. No, Nelson, no,
0: <laughs> Nelson. I'm, I'm marketing. I'm just, okay. <laughs> I use my mouth. Well, hold on, that didn't sound right. I'm not gonna use my mouth. <laughs> Nelson's gonna use his finger, and I'm gonna talk about it. That's Nelson, right. you're in on this. Oh, well, Nelson did not know what he, he was signed up for. <laughs>
2: Well, I got some emails we're going to run through. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. I got an email from Ewan Watson. He says, A nun is taking a bath. She hears a knock at the door. She asks, Who is it? And the voice outside responds, I'm the blind guy. The nun thinks for a moment and then decides to get out of the bath and let him in. The man enters and says, nice breath.
0: Now, where do you want these blinds? <laughs> See, now we're getting religious. <laughs> we got political. That's a good one. I'm, where yeah, you I, want I, I
2: thought blinds? that was pretty good. Nice I mean. breasts.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good too, Dad. I don't have anything else to say about it.
2: All right. <laughs> Okay, our second email then is from Sandra and Dusty. He said, what did the cannibal do after he dumped his girlfriend?
0: What did the cannibal do after he dumped his girlfriend? See, you'd be tempted to think that he ate his girlfriend, which sends me down two different paths. I don't know, Dad. What did the cannibal do when he dumped his girlfriend? He wiped his butt. Oh, gross. That's what I, thought I wonder that. what Nelson would think of that. <laughs> I uh, don't he's know. Probably, he'd probably be more comfortable with it. It's just another day at the office for Nelson.
3: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill.
2: I got another email from uh, Austin Carr. The email subject line says, premature painting produces persistent primer problem. Okay. This guy just asked him for some advice just to let you know. I recently moved okay. into an apartment where I received the landlord special. They didn't prime the walls before painting, so now paint is flecking off the walls and onto the furniture. Is there a way to right their wrongs? Hmm. Well, I'm, there's a way to right the wrongs, but it sounds like uh, if it's the walls and not the trim work, they probably, it sounds like it had semi gloss paint on the walls and they didn't sand the walls in. And when they, ever what, before you moved in and painted over them, it didn't have a way for the paint to adhere and stick to the walls. So it's peeling off. Now, if it's not the walls and it's the trim work, it's probably because the trim work had oil-based paint on it, and they painted it with latex paint, and it don't take it long, and it'll just peel off in sheets and just fall off. So, either one of them, I don't know. Either it's,
0: way, it, you got to start over.
2: You got to start over, and and you got to get some primer and and sand the walls, and you got to prime them again, and then you got to and then you can paint them, and it'll it'll. Fix them, and you may have to do some sheetrock mud and put some on it. Cause these, when these places peel off and then it, leaves a rough texture. So you may have to put some sheetrock mud on it and sand it and get it smooth back out, and then prime and put some more primer on it. Then too, so cause when you put the sheetrock mud on there, you got to prime it too. So good God, hey, it's, it's gonna be an ordeal fixing what you got. You might ought to. uh find you another apartment.
0: <laughs> exactly. This is the landlord's problem. Man, this is complicated, but not sexual in any way. No. Nope. Except for people who are really turned on by like detailed paint problem solving. And I'm sure I'm sure that is, you know, a, a kink. So, in an effort to keep everything a little bit sexual around here, I've now done my part. And you've done yours, dad. You know, by just answering the question. <laughs> Well, I tried to help him, yeah. answer his question. Yeah, you tried to help. Yeah. Yeah. You're in for it. Move on or get that landlord working.
2: That's what I'd be doing. I'd be calling the landlord. Mm -hmm. I got another email from Morgan King. Okay. It says, my fiance and I have been religiously listening to dispatches from Myrtle Beach since the debut. The what? Whatever. No, the what? Debut, debut. Debut. (laughs) (laughs) Debut, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're your number one fan at this point, so I figured you'd be the best person to help us out with the situation. Okay. We're having a baby girl in December, and we have no idea what to name her.
0: Hoping you could take a hack at it. Great idea. Well. Now, whatever, whatever you say, I think, they're go- I think they're obligated to take it. So I don't even want you to tell them without the disclaimer that they have to accept it. Like this is the child's name.
2: Well, I come up with more than one name. I don't want them just to have one to pick from. You didn't okay. You didn't pick- So right, you're you know? giving them options. But I'm giving them some options and everything. But the, and I know it's a girl, but the first name I came up with was Chance.
0: Dad, Dad didn't you have a dog named Chance? Uh um, You naming a kid after your dog? I don't say hey, I like the name chance. I I thought about You don't even uh, remember the dog yet?
2: Naming one of uh Lorna Whit that chance and it didn't did it, it didn't fly with that, so it might not fly with this, but I like that name. What was that what was that chow that you had, the chow that bit you?
0: It might have been chance. I don't know. That's been a long time ago. I uh I think it was chance, but okay. So that's an option. Dad loves that name, but uh,
2: and then I put morning. I thought, you know, if you name a if you name a kid morning, you say good morning, morning. Yeah, be be something that'll different. be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun for them. That's a good option. And then I p- put misty because kind of like kind of went with something with mythical with your show and stuff. So I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah, a little branding
0: tie yeah, in here.
2: Little, yeah, right there. misty, yeah, misty, and then Isabella, and these are some old names like when I was growing up that used and Sophia, and then the last one because mm-hmm. the baby was going to be doing, born in December, I said just name the baby December.
0: So, oh, I thought you were going to say Santa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Can we add Santa to the list? No, let's not let's not name
0: that little okay. girl Santa. Come on, no. man. Can can't I contribute anything?
2: Yeah, add hey.
0: Okay, all right, Morgan. Santa, yeah, you, you can add Santa to the list. I I mean, if you want to be in good with Santa, there's no better way than to, than to name your kid Santa. I'm that's just you. all I'm saying. So Sophia Isabella, uh, Isabella, I like that because cause Izzy is a fun nickname. Um uh chance well oh. okay these are Time. your options you have to choose from these options uh and santa is on the list okay yeah if you had to choose one dad if you were choosing for them like what are you putting at the top of the list well i like isabella okay i like izzy i think yeah, that would be so... good what what was what went into naming me i don't think we've ever talked about this it went hard cuz uh I knew I,
2: I, I knew you were going to be the, th- uh, if we had a boy, I knew you was going to be Charles Lincoln Neal third. They weren't going to be no, I didn't have to think about no other names. I said I was going to- Because you were always
0: me. junior. That's right. Like you went by junior before I was born. At some point, I was tempted to think that you became junior once you named me the third, but that's not true, right?
2: No, but my birth certificate got Charles Lincoln Neal Jr. on it. Yeah, because daddy's okay. name's Charles Lincoln Neal.
0: So even before you and mom had me, you were already thinking. Like, was it even before, like you were married, before you were thinking about, like when you just thought about having kids, you just assumed, like, well, I'm a junior, so if I have a son, I'd like for him to be the third. Like, was that kind of the narrative all along?
2: That was my thinking. I, you know, I was. You know, who I was married to, if we had a son, I'd, I'd want him named Charles Lincoln Neal III.
0: Yeah, I thought the same thing. You know, I always thought, I really like my name. You know, I always I've I always went by Link. You know, you, you always went by Charles. And then Papa always went by Lincoln. So I was like, I want, yeah, it was kind of an easy decision for me. I was, I was always fond of it and the lineage. And I don't know, Just rep, I just like what it represented. And I like how it felt and I, and I liked it practically too. So like all the boxes were checked. So it seemed like a special thing to carry on. And um, yeah, it just worked. So it's like if I had a son, which I didn't, we had a daughter and then we we're like, well, let's keep going. So when we had Lincoln, we knew that he was going to be the fourth. And I liked the fact that like there a lot of, four, there's not a lot of fourths out there these days. So I thought that was special. And um, that we would then continue the cycle and that he would be called Lincoln. So now, will it continue? Dot, dot, dot.
2: When we were at the wedding, we were, Lincoln was talking to Lando or something. And he, he brought up, he said, have you ever seen the, you remember, do you seen the picture where you and I and Daddy and he, him, Lincoln, was in it? in the in the bean yeah. field. They got they were talking about.
0: All four generations, yeah.
2: all the same name and a picture with everybody.
0: Yeah, that's a special picture.
2: so I thought that was pretty special that he he thought enough of it that it was special too. I thought that was pretty neat. Him at sixteen that he he, he thought that was special too. Seventeen.
0: But Seven, yeah, okay That's
2: right. Yeah. Yeah. Well I got another email from Jake Lyscars, this is an antidote, not a joke. he said pronas good God, pronastication <laughs> is pronascation is like masturbation. It feels good in the moment, but in the end, you're only
0: screwing yourself <laughs> that it was still funny, but the first word <laughs> I did not understand procrastination it. oh. Procrastination is like masturbation. Yeah, It feels good, but what? But in the end, you're only screwing yourself. Well, well, it depends on, in the end, it depends on how you do it, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. We'll have to ask Nelson.
2: We've been talking about a lot of stuff this weekend. I hope some of it, people learned and about Mm-hmm. You prostate and everything, but we're we gonna swing into something else next week and I hope all our myrtle beasts keep listening and seeing what's going on nice. with us and just having a good time and see if we can enjoy,
0: keep enjoying what we're doing. So share it with your, share it with your friends. You're listening, you're enjoying this. Your family members, people who you think people with prostates, people without prostates, people who had prostates that no longer have prostates people who have growing or shrinking prostates. No matter what prostate state you're in, you're invited and you should invite people who you care about to become Shagga listeners.
2: With our Myrtle
0: Beast. That's right, that's right.
2: Tell them about us and my email is ratherbeeshaggin53 at AOL.com and I hope to see you soon, son, and we'll probably see you in about another week,
0: so. Definitely. You can count on it. Bye. Love you. Love you too. And this episode shrinks into memory just like my dad's prostate. (laughs)